0: the best comics to read with spider-man far from home i'm your host Dave Busing, founder and editor-in-chief of comicbookherald.com i've been going deep lately on a bunch of spider-man and of course mysterio comics in preparation for the marvel cinematic universe's launch of spider-man far from home it's my hope that these comics will both prep you before The movie launches as well as after to give you some reading material for those of you who are, of course, jonesing for more story and seeing a little bit about more where these characters came from and potentially where the MCU might be heading even after the fact of Spider-Man Far From Home. The big news, of course, with trailers and, and you know, limited information about the movie. I'm not going to go deep on spoilers here. I don't particularly love to have these MCU movies spoiled for me, but I do like a little bit of context, and what we know is the post-Endgame landscape is going to launch with Spidey Far from Home, and it's going to tackle topics like the Marvel Multiverse. We have Nick Fury in these trailers saying the snap tore a hole in our dimension, and then saying that Mr. Beck, Mr. Quentin Beck, is here. He's from Earth just not our Earth. Quentin Beck is the alias of longtime Spider-Man villain Mysterio. Of course, if the trailers are to be believed, he may have turned over a new leaf. This being Mysterio, don't hold your breath. So the best comics to read with Spider-Man Far From Home, as you'd expect, it's going to be a whole lot of Mysterio-related reading. And I think, you know, I'll include in the show notes here the, the Comic Book Herald Guide to All Mysterio Comics if you want to check that out. That said, I think there are some other narratives and stories that will be of interest to readers that aren't just a Mysterio focus. But of course, there's going to be Both of those things. So, and and the cool thing about Mysterio as a Spider Man villain throughout comics history is he's not overused. You know, if you really do a focused Mysterio read, you can kind of keep it almost decade by decade, like a read in the 60s, a read in the 70s, and on down the line, where you kind of get a a pretty tight greatest hits. Um, And again, like he's really not overused and there's just not a ton of material where he's the main or only bad guy of course he teams up with the sinister six he's an original founding member of amazing spider-man annual number one sinister six but stories that are just quentin beck focused or just mysterio focused are not uh, you know every every 10 issues or so or anything like that so my first pick first one that i like is amazing spider-man number 66 to number 67 this is a mysterio story by stan lee in John Romita Jr. It's right in the middle of one of my favorite eras of Spidey. Um, Again, really like the first 100 and definitely the first 102 issues, you know, just nonstop, wall-to-wall are excellent. But these, this era, we have Peter dating Gwen Stacy. Um, Their romance is budding, and you get some of that, you know, back-and-forth romance in this. You have Mary Jane Watson and Harry Osborn forming, you know, sort of a group of friends for Peter as he is in college. And in these two particular issues, you have Mysterio returning after his after some losses. You know, he debuted all the way back in Amazing Spider-Man number 13. He'd been around in Amazing Spider-Man number 24 as well as that annual I mentioned. Um, but he's back here and his plan is to build a tabletop amusement park. Very good start. Plot to convince Spider-Man that he's only six inches tall and drive him insane on said amusement park and then go wild over his victory. And of course, this is where we get the iconic you know, Mysterio looking and lording over a six-inch high Spider-Man. I think one of the reasons I love Spider-Man 66 and 67 so much is because Mysterio pulling off an illusion where he makes Spider-Man think he's super tiny reminds me as well of Spider-Man Shattered Dimensions, the video game, which I would argue is the best Mysterio story of all time. Uh, It's definitely my favorite use of him as a villain and actually, Actually, I think will be particularly influential in Far From Home. I mean, I think actually, if you're if you're looking for like a story, watch the cinematic trailers of Shattered Dimensions. Um, if you're not actually going to play all the way through, because the Mysterio bits there are definitely going to influence. I think this film. Um, but again, Spider Man Six Six and Six Seven, they make me think of that, and those are fond memories of that you know early 2010s game. And again, I think some of the best use of Mysterio that we have ever seen. Speaking of Mysterio, Peter Parker, The Spectacular Spider-Man, number 50 to 51. These have Frank Miller-drawn covers, if not interiors. Uh, it's not my favorite Spider-Man versus Mysterio battle or anything, but Quentin Beck here really goes for broke in that he stages an entire alien invasion, uh, complete with the aliens we see in Amazing Spider-Man number 2. So they're brought back here, like, 20 years later. Do they need to be? No. Is that part of Beck's, like... Kind of his appeal is the the flair for the dramatic, absolutely. Um, and basically, the nice thing about these issues is, one, Mysterio goes way overboard trying to stage an alien invasion, uh, really just to steal some jewelry. And uh, Peter Parker actually uses Mysterio's own gadgets against him, so we get the old classic, which one's the real Spider-Man as he fights good old Mysterio on a fake spaceship Then I'm going to jump way, way, way ahead. So we just did a read in the 60s. We did a read in the late 70s. I'm going to jump way ahead. There are, of course, 90s and and 80s reads with Mysterio. You can check out the whole Mysterio reading order in the show notes. Um, But jumping way ahead to Amazing Spider-Man number 618 to number 620. This is a three-issue story arc. It's written by Dan Slott with art by Marcos Martin, who is one of the best superhero. Scratch that. One of the best artists in comics uh, today. He did some... AMS issues with Dan Slott that are all worth checking out because they all look fantastic, and and this Mysterio showcase is no exception. This occurs during the Gauntlet arc when Spider-Man was kind of going toe to toe with each of his or many of his you know most um, most esteemed villains. But in addition to like expanding Mysterio's illusions, because he really they take the illusion concept here, and it's Mysterio using robots and really like seemingly bringing people back from the dead um, in his illusions. So it goes. It goes a little bit deeper than just, you know, sort of magic or making Peter thinking he's seeing things that aren't actually there or hallucinogenics. You know, it's blending all of that together. Mysterio is actually controlling a robot version of Silvermane, the Magia Crime Lord. Um, but in addition to all that This story falls smack in the middle of kind of slots beginning on characters like Mr. Negative and and all the gang wars that are going on, as well as Feast, F-E-A-S-T, where Aunt May works. And if all those things sound familiar, because of PS4 Spider-Man, that's exactly where I'm going. This story arc is right in the middle of... I think the comics that most intensely influenced PS4 Spider-Man. So it's got connections to sort of modern pop culture Spider-Man in some major ways. And it's a Mysterio showcase drawn by Marcos Martin. If you're only going to read three issues that I talk about today, I would definitely point you to AMS 618 to 620. It's a good time. From there, I would jump to Spider-Men. This is the Brian Michael Bendis and Sarah Paquette two thousand and eleven comic um, where Miles Morales of of the Ultimate Universe and Peter Parker of Earth six one six meet up for the first time. This story occurs really directly in the wake of the transition from Ultimate Peter Parker to Ultimate Miles Morales as the new Spider Man of the Ultimate Universe, and as a result, it's pretty um, it's pretty emotional because of course you know without spoiling anything, there's a reason Miles becomes the new Spider Man and bringing over the the sort of OG Peter Parker is going to have an influence. Um, the cool thing about Spider-Man too is not only does it deal with multiverse and implications of, you know, other worlds being out there, uh, but Mysterio is the bad guy. And it's, you know, it doesn't necessarily fully build him out as like a real threat um, in the way that you might expect, you know, if he's it has these multiversal reach. Uh, but it does lead to some interesting ideas, like the idea that ultimate Mysterio – has the entire time he's been around been a projection or the works of Earth-616 Mysterio. So it has him playing on a way bigger stage, which I think would appeal to Quentin Beck, than we are used to seeing. Uh, Spider-Man is simply a great five-issue story, regardless of any involvement of Mysterio, but the fact that he's the villain here makes it a perfect read alongside Far From Home as well. From there, I would jump to a couple of stories that I think have been referenced a lot recently in regards to other movies. In, in the Marvel landscape, the first would be Spider-Verse and Spider-Geddon. Um, you know, again, if the multiverse is, in fact, at the heart of Far From Home, then Spider-Verse and Spider-Geddon are just inherently going to be related. Now, I do I would predict here that because Spider-Verse was the foundational material for Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, the Sony animated series starring Miles Morales and, of course, all sorts of alternate Spider-Men, I don't expect Far From Home to take a similar or a too similar approach you know with the with the likes of Spider-Gwen and Spider-Ham etc I think it's been done and it was done so well that it would be a huge mistake for Far From Home to go along the same track uh, that said, that story, as well as the 2018 follow-up, spider in, you know, they really tie into this idea of Spider-Man and alternate realities everywhere. They're good, fun reads that tie into the conceptual overlap that we're going to see in Far From Home, even if, of course, I, I guess I frankly hope the actual narrative of Far From Home is quite different. Speaking of differences that will also have tonal overlap, I highly recommend here the Jonathan Hickman Avengers and build two secret wars. Now, honestly, at any point in time, if you ask me, hey Dave, what Marvel comics do you recommend? The Jonathan Hickman era of Marvel from 2008 to 2016 is probably my number one go-to. I haven't actually ranked it on my best comics of all time list, but if I did, it's gonna go high. I mean, we're talking top 10 material here. I love it. It's great. I think you should read the whole thing. Do you have to just to get into Spider-Man Far From Home? Uh, Of course not the Avengers and Secret Wars build is probably the most closely connected here in the sense that they really begin to build out the concept of Marvel's multiverse. We get to see this in action and get a feel for a bunch of alternate realities in uh, one of the best stories of the 2010s, unquestionably, in my opinion. So again, Hickman Avengers, Secret Wars, this was a wreck for me for Endgame as well, you know, thinking that it might have some, some influence there, uh, and I, I would recommend it with Far From Home. And let's face it, until they actually just straight up do Secret Wars, it's going to continue to be something that is, you know, a possibility of an outcome in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Okay, final recommendation here. It's not a mysterio story. It is a Spider-Man story. It's Friendly Neighborhood Spider-Man by Tom Taylor and Juan Cabal. This is the most recent story, uh, a comic book series that I'm putting on this list. It's I've read the first seven issues that have been released of this series. And it's, um, it, it's just a good modern ongoing that really gets to the root of what makes Spider-Man such a beloved and enduring character. And it really leans in, as most friendly neighborhood Spider-Man comics do, into the friendly neighborhood portion of things. You know, it's showing Peter Parker just being a good person, just expressing kindness and letting that be the way that he saves the world, sort of one act of kindness at a time. And we really get this in a variety of capacities. Uh, you see Peter Parker helping the homeless. Helping his neighbors, helping Aunt May as as some big developments occur for her. But no more do we see this than in the issue Friendly Neighborhood Spider-Man number six, which may go down as my favorite single issue comic of 2019. It's aka the debut of Spider Bite. And it's it's such a smart, funny, heartfelt book. It's it's emotionally resonant in ways that again, I'm not even gonna go into the details too much. I really think everybody should who wants to just experience what what it means. Uh, to To view Spider Man as a hero, I think even as you know, whether you're you're young and coming into comics for the first time, or you're older and just looking for some of that you know inspiration that heroes can provide, I think to anyone, Friendly Neighborhood Spider Man number six really nails it for me. Um, it, it pretty, it's going to go down, I think, as a pretty iconic issue in in the Spider Man narrative. And you know, even though the fact that the neighborhood focus of this book is kind of the opposite of the Eurofication vibe that Far From Home is going for, I think it's a really nice reminder and a good feel uh for what spider-man is all about i love tom taylor's writing and wonka ball here he doesn't work he doesn't work on all new wolverine that was very good i think friendly neighborhood spider-man takes it to the next level particularly in that uh issue number six there are two double uh two double page spreads back to back one of which has something like I don't know, like forty to fifty panels on the on the spread. It's amazing artwork. It looks fantastic. So there you have it. Those are my picks for the best comics to read alongside Spider Man: Far From Home. I highly recommend all of those reads. I recommend checking out the links in the show notes. So you can find then links to all the comics, uh, whether Mysterio, Spider Man, or Far From Home related so i'm excited to see the film i think it's going to be great i think the mcu is is kind of can't miss at this point and obviously spider-man is my favorite marvel hero of all time so of course i'm going to be on on board for what they might do with the character uh if you like this video you can find more comic book herald stuff at comicbookherald.com i'm pretty much everywhere on the internet as comic book herald you can find podcasts that i do at either best comics ever or my marvelous year again i've been debusing founder of comicbookherald.com Thanks for listening, everybody, and enjoy the comics.